Hi, and welcome to the Mind Affinity podcast. Today, I'm chatting to Simon Meadows, who has some interesting stories to tell us, I'm sure. And I can't wait to get chatting. So here we go. The mind is capable of amazing things, and yet so many people use that immense power to hold themselves back. Imagine what you could achieve harnessing that power and using it to push yourself forward. This is the Mind Affinity podcast, the place for advice and inspiration to help you empower yourself. Hi, Simon. Thank you for coming onto the podcast. It's great to see you. Why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, my name's uh, Simon. Um, I'm a postman. I've uh, been for 19 years. And also I do two part-time businesses, even though I'm at the moment, I'm just taking a bit of time out from them. Excellent. So when you are doing those businesses, just briefly, what would you be doing? Well, um, one is uh, called Utility Warehouse, which helps people to um, lower their bills. And the other one's uh, Genestar, which is a, a financial education and helping people to seek a better better lifestyle. Excellent. So the two go hand in hand quite nicely then. So you've months. been a postman for a while then. Uh, that must give you a... What, what have you learned from your time as a postman? Certainly uh, street-wise, it's because hmm. it's 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 like anything else in the world you you've got to be street wise so and that's one one thing and also it's it's good it's good for uh, fitness <laughs> <laughs> cool so we we originally met through networking through business circles um and uh and then you came on one of my workshops didn't you that was a while awesome. ago oh, uh, yes it was <laughs> and <laughs> from knowing you personally as well i know that from back then to where you got to and i'm assuming beyond that where you are now well i know where you are now there's been a lot of shifts and a lot of changes for you hasn't there over the last uh well couple of years maybe a bit longer well it's been it's been over the last four years um it's since obviously i had to move back home in 2016 which was uh a bit of a uh a shift because at the age of 41 it wasn't something that I wanted to be uh, in a position of but I put myself in that position that's the problem so but I've accepted that that's what it is and just had to sort of um change myself and get back to where I should where I should be and are you willing to share as to the reason that you ended up needing to move back home at that point well I got myself into quite bad debts with gambling and I had to sell my property to, to stave off bankruptcy and etc. Which must have been really, really tough. It was because it was my it was it was self inflicted. I think that was what was worse about it. I, I I did it on my own self. I've spoken to people who have been in similar situations before, and one of the I think one of the biggest challenges around that for people to be able to step out of that and to move on from that is that blaming yourself for that that so you're right you put yourself in that situation but it's a very challenging um situation and and everything surrounding that with the gambling it's very enticing and it's it's you know the entire industry of gambling is designed to hook people in you know the bright lights etc so because that one thing was difficult for you and led to bigger problems, 
it's easy to then have a lower opinion of yourself in general. And because of that one weakness, look at yourself as a weaker person, which then in turn makes it harder to move forward and believe that you have that capacity to change. So what was it for you that really allowed you to start making those changes? Well, actually, it's not. It's, it's quite ironically, it's when I came to see yourself um, back in 2017, you know, when I had a couple of sessions with you. Yeah, I remember it well. Uh, and it was, the fact was that you helped it to unearth deep-rooted problems that I had in, inside of me. And that started the process, even though it took me up till uh, June last year when I finally said enough was enough. Yeah, because when, when you initially came to see me, um, you weren't really ready at that point, were you? No, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's quite correct. And um, It's like anything in the world is, you've, anything to do with addiction, anything in the world is you've got to be 100% committed and ready to do so. You can't be anything less. Mm. So I think you did the correct thing in letting me uh, find out and give me the space that I needed. But, uh, you know, the, the hindsight is a wonderful <laughs> a wonderful word isn't it in, in, in respect to everything in life <laughs> so that was the turning point where you started to unearth your wording you said you started to unearth things uh, which allowed you to uh, begin the process so was that was it was it unearthing those things that gave you the motivation to really want to change more what was it about well, recognizing that that moved things forward it, it was it was more recognizing recognizing that so those things that i needed to sort of get out and to to, not, to be able to to give myself that opportunity to say right you know to develop that strength and be be strong in your own approach to everything and get to that committed committed stage that you wanted to be so it's almost as if the gambling itself wasn't the problem, but more a symptom of something underlying that. It was because um, my well, my parents divorced at the age of twenty-one. That's when it sort of it gone back so many years. Because I've been I've been on and off uh, gambling for twenty-six years, and it was a uh, you know this majority of my life. You know, I'm only forty-five, and it's been sort of majority majority of my life really. And um, yeah, it was. That was the sim- it was symptomatic in, in that respect. Excellent, but you don't uh, you don't gamble anymore now, do you? No, I've been I've been gamble I've been gamble free since the eighth of June two thousand nineteen. Excellent, well done. So that's over a year now, then. Yeah, um, it, doing it in day because because you do it in days. It's four hundred twenty five days. I've been <laughs> I've been gamble free, <laughs> so <laughs> it's well great. Done. And. Do you do you embrace that? Do you celebrate that regularly? I do. Yeah, I do. It's 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 a case I've gone from where I was blaming myself for, for the situations that you know, as we highlighted earlier, to becoming um, saying, "Well, you've achieved this. You've achieved that. Keep it going. Keep keep the positivity going." And I do put a lot of positive posts on Facebook, which help me as well. I may. I may excuse my language piss off a lot of people sometimes because uh, because I'm too po- quite a positive bloke, but that's that's a way that's a way of what's kept me going. Yeah, I guess if there's people there that you piss off, I'm going to just use your wording um, that's fine. through being positive, 
does their opinion matter to you? Is that valid? Sorry, no. is that valued? No, not so. Good. It's because what it's what's it's what's is matter to you. You know, if people want to, to, to use their own language and they want to take a dimmer view to what I feel, then fair enough. I don't, I don't listen to it anymore. You know, you know, it's what 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 matters to me, and that's and that's what and that's what matters at the end of the day. Look after number one. That's how it should be, absolutely. And Facebook and social media in general can be a bit of an echo chamber, can't it? And it's it's important to think about who you surround yourself with in online as much as it is in person. In fact, even more sometimes if you're the kind of person that, that gets a lot more interaction online than you do in person, yeah. it can be hard to, uh, to reduce ties with people and communicate less with certain people sometimes, but it can bring benefits. So, what lessons have you learned along the way? What was the hardest lesson for you to learn throughout this process? Uh, well, the hardest lesson, to, the hardest lesson I had was definitely had to move back home. Yeah. At the age of forty-one, you know, it was sort of forty. I was forty-one years old, and had to go back home. But now I don't look at it that way. It was, it it brought me to to the new world that I'm in now, and it's brought me to moving from Bedfordshire up to Northamptonshire, which is, you know, has made me a happy bunny, basically. And, I'm, and I am a happy bunny. And, you know, I feel like even though I was born and bred in Bedfordshire, I feel like I'm sort of in my, I'm in my spiritual home. <laughs> and that's what, I'm, so that's what I look at it. So it's positives. It's always positives from the negatives. So how do you do that? How do you personally, as an individual, focus on those positives and, and embrace those positives without focusing on the negative? Give, uh, give us, do a grat gratitude list. That's what I do every day now. The gratitude list is I get up every morning, I make the lunch, you know, I make healthy lunches, so I, I get myself breakfast every morning, and I just basically get up every day, have a smile on my face, you know, I'm still here, I'm still strong, and I'm, you know, my health is still here, and that's, that's what I look at now. The rest, will, the rest will follow. Excellent. So just for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what a gratitude list is, um, there was a study done, I don't recall the names of the people that did the study, and there's been a few others, or many others since, that have supported similar ideas um, around the, the power and benefits of gratitude and taking time to be grateful and thankful for things uh, good things around you uh, one of the easiest ways of doing this is to list things that you're grateful for so do you do this at the end of the day normally I, d I do yes yeah excellent because that way you get to look back over your day think about all of the good things and the reason it works so well is not just because in that moment you're looking back over the positive things and remembering the positives because memory is an important part um it, there's experiential happiness and remembered happiness um which are different things uh, and actually we remembering that we were happy is more beneficial for us than experiencing happiness um in a lot of ways which is interesting so doing that gratitude list not only reminds you of the things that were grateful that you're grateful for in the day 
it helps them to stay with you but it also means that you're then looking out for things throughout the next day to be grateful for because you're training yourself to notice them so that you can write them down on your gratitude list how long is your list normally simon um now it's probably at least uh, 10 to 20 things now i look at it now it's it's at least that sort of figure every day because it's just it's just like life itself now there's been an enrichment of of things since um i know we did we did we never going to say we're going to mention lockdown but <laughs> it was uh, it's it's ever since more since lockdown that you know it's getting out there being in the fields walking and just just going around nature and just doing things like going over makeshift bridges which you used to do when you was a kid it just brought that back and it just brought that sense of happiness back and and yeah for me um this lockdown has been positive in a very big way because i've chosen to make it positive you know everybody in life has got their own ways and means of you know everybody's got different things happen to them and you know but i've chosen to sort of be the you've chosen to be positive excellent so we spoke about what the most challenging or what the most difficult lesson was for you what was the easiest lesson for you to learn and for you to take from your experiences i think i think the easiest it was once i accepted the fact that this is this is a situation once i accepted that fact it became easier acceptance that's important that's right. What? So since accepting that um, and that making everything easier, has that taught you more about acceptance? Do you do you now apply that in other areas as well? I do. It's it's me. It's it's enriched, enriched me. It's enriched me further as a person. So, and it's more. It, it and also it's mindset. It's a, it's a big. It's a bit mindset plays a big part in everything mindset is, is great but also mindset could be your own worst enemy oh, so. your your subconscious mind or anyone's subconscious mind is powerful mm-hmm. and it will do so much for you but you need to be careful what you ask for and all too often we focus on the things that we don't want which That's right. well as as you very well know within overcoming gambling when you're focused on the thing you don't want to be doing really it makes it a lot harder to move away from it right that, that's it that's it and it's that's what plagued me for all that time and um to, you know the realization that jesus i've wasted three quarters of my life almost on on this but then as i said earlier on the acceptance factor that you know it, it, it is what it is you accept where you are the only way is back back up. Hmm. So, do you feel like you're stronger now than you were before? Def- definitely, I think it's because obviously, and I think with with life goes experience. You've got to experience stuff to to understand yourself. Hmm. You know, you've got to you've got to go through bad experiences to to learn from it and be stronger and. You know, you're never going to, you're not going to go back to that position ever again. Excellent. So, what would you say are the top three benefits that you've taken from what you refer to as a bad experience, but obviously has formed part of 
that strengthening and, and growth that you've experienced? What would you say the top three things are that you've taken from that? Um, first one is I'm now debt free because of I mm. four weeks four weeks ago I actually come debt free for the first time in my my entire life. Congratulations, uh, well done. And second thing is it's it's got to be the enrichment factor now that you know I've got lots more in my life and uh, the world is a much bigger place now. And thirdly, it's a fact is it's given me that opportunity where I wanted to change my career in life my career path in life and going out and help people and i look at everything now is if i can you know do like podcast if it helps one person great let's, and that's, hope, and that's let's hope that it does so um what's your biggest challenge now then son my biggest challenge um i don't it's a bit, that's a bit of a sort of a quite, quite a good question really because i've done quite a lot over the last four years and i suppose it's like challenge what challenges in like like going to do is doing like uh, we need sort of like challenges like going climb mountains or something well i know you've done actually well, we can talk about that i know you've done uh, some some challenges over the last sort of period of time while you've been growing um we'll come back to that in a moment what i meant was what's your biggest i say challenge i also say opportunity um i guess what i'm really saying or the way a lot of people would word it is what's your biggest barrier now because you've overcome so much and you've done so well and absolutely should be celebrating that but i'm wondering what's next what what's the next step for you to continue to grow i think it's i think it's like anything else and, I, and my one of my sayings is i'm winning the battles but i've not won the war mm -hmm. um and it's always going to be with any addiction it's going to be complacency and but it's always being on guard and understanding yourself that you know it's never going to go away it could hit you at any point i mean i've done 425 days but it doesn't mean to say that tomorrow that you know it could hit you again if something happened okay so, so i look at it as a um yeah i have one i'm winning battles but i've not won the war okay but we're in peacetime right Absolutely, I think I think it's I think it's metaphorically speaking. I think that's what I'm just sort of being be metaphorical in the way. I'm not, you know, there's no, there's no way in this world at the moment. I'm, I'm completely in peace time. There's no way in this world I'm, you know, even thinking about it. I can go into places now. I can look at scratch cards and think, nah, yeah, me though, and not even do the lot, redo scratch cards, anything. I can walk past betting shops. I'm absolutely fine. But it's always it's always having that guard. No, you know, you know what I mean. It's always having that guard against, yeah, anything from anything, any any potential threats. Absolutely, readiness, preparedness. So, so if you could go back in time now, and speak to the Simon from, let's say four years ago, so bef just before you started these changes, um, what what would you, what do you think he would have to say to you, and what would you want to say to him? The four years ago, Simon was saying, "You're you're having a laugh. You would be you you would be able to do it. You you wouldn't be able to last two months without um, going back to it." And certainly, I put my I put myself so far down all the time and put myself in this complete bubble. I just lived in a complete bubble all the while. And 
it started for me when obviously I did the three peaks challenge in 2016, which brought me out of that comfort zone. And that was the biggest thing is it, it was that breaking out of the comfort zone that started it all off. So it was telling myself, break out of that comfort zone. Because that's, that's what I lived in. Just lived in a complete comfort zone for a while. And Gabby was in, was in that. What made you do that? What made you take that push to get outside of your comfort zone? I, funny enough, I was I was uh, away for a weekend at um, New Year's Eve of 2015, and I and I got up the next morning on New Year's Day, and I was sitting there having my breakfast in the hotel. I've been out for a salsa salsa dancing weekend, and I sat there and thought to myself, I want to make a change. 2016 was going to be the year I want to make a change. I want to do something to push myself, and, you know. And yeah, and that's what happened. And I thought. Uh, I heard of uh, a friend of mine said, "Oh, we, we're doing the Three Peaks Challenge uh, a few months later," and then went and I thought, "Click!" The light bulb came on. That moment, that moment hit, and that's what happened. I signed myself up, and the rest, the rest is history. Did you do it I, within twenty-four hours? No, it, I did it in forty-eight. Okay, you're good. That's good. It, but it was, it was, yeah. we had a, a, a stayed in a four-star hotel in. <laughs> in the uh, Fort William, so it was, you know, it was really, really good. So, for those that are listening that don't know, the Three Peaks Challenge is the three tallest peaks: uh, Scotland, England, and Wales. Right? That's right. That's it's uh, and Nevis, Scarfell, Pike, and Snowdon. That's it. You got it. Did you do it? Is that the order you did it in? North to south? Yeah, uh, that's that's right. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did the north, most most northerly first. So that was uh, so. So we did Ben Nevis first, and then Scarfell on the same day. So yeah. we, did, we did it both on the Saturday and then we did snow on Sunday. So <laughs> it was a busy weekend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you've done other challenges since then as well. Yeah, I did the Prudential Ride London um, in 2017. I so that's something, right? 100, 100 miles, okay. I did. But I bought, the, I bought the bike three weeks before the event. Wow. And I, and okay. I, and I completed 100 Threw miles. Threw yourself into it then? I certainly did, but it was it was the development from from doing the Three Peaks Challenge when I I got to the bottom of uh, Snowden and I realised I thought I've just I've just accomplished this in a weekend. Everything else now is history. I've got no nothing to worry about. I've got nothing to bother myself with now. You know, and that's where it's all changed from. The confidence grew. Talking in front of people, doing podcasts now. You know, it, life has. You know, doors have opened over the last four years, and you know, I'm immensely proud of who I am now. You know, it's none, no more. I don't have any of this attitude of oh, done this, done that anymore. No, it's it's that's one truly gone. And I can see that. And for those what listening on the podcast, you can't. You, I can see that in Simon's face right now. That that pride. Uh, as he smiled as he said that you could really see that's that's genuine and that's beautiful do you think it would have taken you four years to turn it around if you had had that pride in yourself and that belief in yourself back then i'd probably never done it i probably never have done it and that's bad that's been very very honest with myself but i also got to add is in 2018 i actually did the london to paris bike ride as well yeah so so I did a, a 250 miles in three days, traversing between the, up to, into the UK to Cannes, and then through through Cannes into Paris. So it was, 
it was just a moment, and that was probably the of what I've achieved so far, and it it's been a roller coaster ride, but in a good roller coaster ride, and it's a roller coaster ride I would never want to get off. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Physical challenges of any kind, and and for someone who's physically fit and active, um, you know, doing that bike ride, for example, uh, is is one thing. But even if you're not, just taking your time to and, and you know any one of those three peaks by themselves are relatively easy going as a climb you don't need to be immensely physically fit to do it do you i mean no no the uh scott Scurfell was probably the most challenging of the three even though that was the smallest of the three because yeah. it was it was you were going up shale and lots of shale and shingle isn't there yeah, yeah that's right but the rest of it, the rest of it was pretty. It, the both of them, I suppose they got their own difficulties, like anything else. Because you, you know, you're not going to have an easy walk up a like a walk up a hill where it's nice and straight. You know, you got your undulations, you got your, uh, you got your steep bits, you got your low bits. You know, it's all. But that's it. But that's what part of the challenge is all about, isn't it? You know, you've got that's to have that. It, that's what makes it beautiful, though, right? And that's what makes it worthwhile and rewarding when you get to the peak. And enjoy that, view and then realise you've got to walk back down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> but isn't isn't that a metaphor for life as well? You know, you were you were saying yourself that the the challenges, the ups and the downs that you've been through in life, like over the last well, your entire life over the last twenty odd years, um, they've all played a part in that pride that you have in yourself now wouldn't be there if you hadn't been through those challenges, those ups and those downs, right? That, that's correct. That's beautiful. So what would you say to someone who's listening to this now that has had challenges along similar lines or, or are going through something right now and they, they want to push themselves outside of that comfort zone. They've been listening to this, they're inspired to take up a challenge or to do something to push themselves, but they're not quite sure where to start or how to find that motivation. What would you say to them? What would your, be, your advice be? Very, very simply, um, do, do it. Break out of that comfort zone. You're stronger than you think. It's quite in simple, simple, very few words. You, you know, you'd be you're surprised. You're be surprised. Surprise yourself. You are stronger than you think. Excellent. And I could vouch for that for myself. What's your What's your next challenge? Have you got anything else on the horizon? Well, yeah, I've got uh, possibly two next year. Well, oh. I, can't, I can't do any this year. I think I think we have we go through the challenge at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's with, with with this uh, this twenty twenty. Um, surviving twenty twenty is challenging. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got possibly doing the Euro City Cycle, which is um, UK into Holland, uh, Holland and Belgium. Or if I really feel up for it, by the t- time I decide to pay for it, I might do the London. I might be doing. Lands into John O'Groats. Oh, lovely. Cycle. Cycle. Thousand, thousand and three miles. It's to, to <laughs> over 12 days. But that's who I've become to think that I could, you know, I would even think about doing it. <laughs> that's, that's how far I've come in the last four years. So 
Were you talking about Iceland? Were you going to Iceland? Have I just I made this up? Yeah, I went last year actually. That was that was last October when. And actually, I've been to I've been to Norway as well. Since I actually went, I actually ironically I got away just before the lockdown. Oh no! In, in March, so I went at the beginning of March. So just about I got away just before the lockdown happened. And then I'm going to I'm going to Denmark in September. So it's uh, this last year or so has really moved on. Mm. To think that I've I had these dreams in my mind to go into places I've always wanted to go to, and now I'm actually realising the dreams. That's been and that's been the biggest driving force of all over this last year or so. That you know I've been abstinent from gambling. So giving that up has really opened up some fantastic opportunities for you. Absolutely, and I will not. You know, I'm never going to think. You know, it's. I think I think a lot of things in life, as we said before, you have to go through these challenges to realise who you actually are, and it's taken me to do that to to realise who I actually uh, who I am actually am, and I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this person. I'm totally proud of this person. And I'm, you know, my life suddenly is going on the way up, and that's and that's all I can say. And opportunities have happened, and long may it continue. Okay, so if you could talk to yourself in the future, we've been speaking a lot about the past, and it's important to remember where you've come from, and it can be easy to forget that. But let's look to the future. Let's imagine three years from now, you're having a conversation with your future self. What do you think, what do you want to say to them? What do you think they're gonna say to you? How do you think you will have grown over the next three few years? That's a good question. Um, I suppose the biggest thing for me is um, making that career change, which has been my driving force since 2016 because I've always wanted to get into counselling and realising how much I would help other people. And it's the experiences that I've had that give me that driving force to be where I want to be. And I'm hopefully in three years' time I will be out, out of what I'm currently doing and being into a and be, being the counsellor, which I've, you know, it's, it's a dream of mine now. And to finally realise at the age of 45 that I finally mm-hmm. understand what I want to do in life. And it, it is, it's amazing. I do have pride and pride in myself that I've finally realised it just shows age is just a number. Absolutely. And going through those challenges will make you so much better as a, as a counsellor as someone to help people having experienced those challenges and, and come through them and overcome them yourself, right? That's it. Excellent. Well, Simon, thank you so much for coming on and chatting. I've really enjoyed having you here. We've still got a little bit of time. So in the time that we've got left, imagine that the entire world is your audience. They're all listening to you right now. What message do you want to get out there and share with the world? Right. Well, the message to me is um, mindset is a mindset does play a very big part in life. Life itself, mindset can be your one most wonderful thing, but also it can be your biggest enemy. But it's training the wonderful side of, of life and what you can achieve if you put your mind to something. And as I said before, Get out of that comfort zone.
until until you until you realise that virtue is stronger than you think. Simon, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much, Duncan. Thank you for checking out the Mind Affinity podcast. It's been great having you here. If you or anyone you know is struggling with any of the issues that were discussed or looking to create some opportunities for themselves along similar lines, please do feel free to get in touch. You can find out more at mindaffinity.co.uk or check out my Facebook group, Empower Yourself and Others, a friendly and supportive place on Facebook with daily posts to help you empower yourself. Thanks for listening.